Well, welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 78. That's correct. Thank you. Can we talk about your penis, Oscar, now? Thank you. Can we talk about your hair? That's getting cut next week. <laughs> I know what you look like. I was trying to say. This is great. Let's have this conversation okay. right now. Okay. I was like, you know, the guys, you know, from like, like mobsters or like Goodfellas, they're called like cool guys or like do something. It's like something guys like it's not made guys. I don't know what it is. Well, I don't. I mean, made most of the times good. Ex- yeah. Except for Goodfellas. Right. Um, but it's like something, you know, and their hair is all slicked back because you just had a job interview. I, so I did. Mm-hmm. Don't know, you know if I got it yet, but we'll see. Seems like it went well. And then I drew on our whiteboard a Oscar. That very does. much resembles a penis. Well, I guess. It does. This this I'm might be I might put this on our Instagram. <laughs> does Well, I didn't even try. I just made some squiggles and a base. <laughs> yep. Yes he did. <laughs> well he has to the gold man has to sit on something. Um I'm looking up what the I know we should have done that before. I know we should have, but um I guess nickname? Yeah, it's like cool, not cool guys, but I can't get that out of my head. Um, <laughs> just the, this I mean, is amazing from mailmagazine.com. It's time to reclaim the si- the slick back. Yeah. What did you look up, though? I looked up mobster slick back hair nickname. Oh, that's so specific. Goodfellas nick- nicknames. I don't know. Anyways, that's what you look like right now. I don't know what it is called. Getting it. I'll have a... Actually, I'll probably have a haircut after next week's episode. Oh, okay. Just depending on when when we record it. Yes. But today... Today. We're going to do our IMC. Yes. We've got the Tender Bar and Monsters University. Yes. A very feel-good week. I would say so, too, which is really great. Yeah, I'm re- I, I told you I'm, I'm ready for like an intense movie next week. OK, OK, I gotcha. I know what I'll give you then. OK, I am not. You still want like it doesn't have to be like yeah. Monsters University, but I don't want something a little lighter. Yeah, like I don't want like Shutter Island, you know. Okay, that <laughs> off the list. No, I would never make you watch that. No, traumatized. Did you watch it? Yeah, and it oh, traumatized okay. me. Yeah. At least you did watch it once. Yeah, yeah. No, great. I mean, great people, great acting, whatever. Traumatized me, though. So, no, thank you. Okay. And then we've got, because the Sunday, it's the Oscars. It's Oscar time. But you know what? It's it's always good and bad for me because this means kind of the end. Like, this is the last awards of the year. Like, award season's coming to a close, but it, it goes out with a, with a bang. And so... I'm excited because I love the Oscars, but it also makes me a little sad. It's like the Super Bowl for you or something because I'm football's over, right? Yeah, I, I get the it's kind of the it's the spectacular of everything. Yeah. So not always. I think the Oscars and the Super Bowl are a lot more comparable than people think, especially this year, the NFL and the Super Bowl. Not that it was bad, but it was underwhelming compared to the other games in the playoffs, which for award season, I find sometimes the Oscars are just kind of the the bland but uh i guess most acclaimed award that people want i agree they're just a little more it's a little more stuffy of an award like people are like it's just i don't know it's not it doesn't seem as fun but it is the most prestigious for according to other people i don't know um 
But I also think it depends on the movies. Like, I feel like if the movies are really good and you're excited about it, then that that makes a difference in the awards. But I don't feel like the last couple of years it's been anything that's been like, oh, I'm so excited to see. I think it's I think it's hard for the Oscars because even in like the commercial for it, which I'm going to say that I'm not excited about the host just because Mm -hmm. I think if you're doing an Oscars host one. Just one. We mm-hmm. saw it like everyone remembers and makes fun of when Anne Hathaway and James Franco did it. Right. Was that the Oscars? Yeah. Like that was just not it just it wasn't was just... good. It was just too much, especially when it's I understand what they're doing. But also when it's the Oscars and I'm not saying this to demean any of our three hosts, Reg- not Regina Hall. Regina? Regina King. No, Regina King was last year. Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's Regina Hall. Regina Hall, Wanda Sykes, and Amy Schumer. Yes, 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 yes. Which, if it's the Oscars, and again, I'm not saying this because I'm not the biggest fan of, maybe not them as a group, but just, if you're going to be the Oscars, then I say just stick to, we are the prestigious award show, and we're, I don't want to say serious, but like, Mm -hmm. Ricky Gervais is never hosting the Oscars. No, no, no. He He, is a Golden Globe kind of guy. Even Jimmy Kimmel doing it was almost a stretch. Yeah, I can see that. But for it's sure. also the ABC kind of thing. Yeah, the kind of deal. But he still managed to keep it, you know, like he did jokes, but it wasn't over the top cheesy. Yeah. You know, like he kept it pretty. And thank God he was there when that whole debacle oh, happened, right? The best. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I don't think anything could ever top that to me. And in, in Oscar history, especially when Jimmy Kimmel like relives the story and said we had this whole bit with Matt Damon, Damon yeah and then we just kind of had to kibosh that because this mess this train wreck just happened on stage and Faye Dunaway is just out and Warren Beatty's just like sitting up there like and then he's in the audience going I guess I should go up there and like I don't know help or it's such a great because I remember I sent you that podcast because him and Bill Simmons mm-hmm. and cousin Sal relived it and yeah. talked about what happened because in the moment in that Oscar ceremony even with the show the next day or I, I assume he did a show the next day. Right. You can't really explain it as well as when you're just sitting with your friends. Like, right. Yeah. Even when he's doing a show, well, you have to be a little more like, you have to be a bit more careful. Suit and tie. Yeah. Like you can't be like, so Faye Dunaway, what the hell? Like you can't throw people under the bus. You have to be very diplomatic and like, you know, PG about it. So yeah, no, that was a good podcast. I liked it. Yeah. So we have the trivia, which is always, always my fave. But I got some great advice from Lisa. She said, because she said, I'm because uh, I'm always worried about the dead air. And she said to me, don't worry about that because other people are trying to think of the answers, too. So I was like, OK. And if anything, if you need that time to think, I can just fill time. Yeah. I could just talk. OK. Yeah. So I'm not going to be stressed out. No. This is my wheelhouse. So I'm hoping I'm hoping it's hard. It's hard to find like. It's a good. Ba- it's a balance of like tricky questions, but also some like out of my ten questions, I think three of them have multiple choice. Just okay. because I was thinking maybe it might might yeah, trip I did, you up a bit. I did a couple of multiple choice as well, just because like you can't just be like who won in you know two thousand and nine. Damn. Okay. Erase that one. No. Right. Like you can't. Like you, you got to give. Like, I don't remember. Like, yeah, so there contact. has to be some, like, give me something. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Anyways, it'll be fun. Whatever. Whatever it is, it will be fun. I don't think we asked how we're doing, but I think, okay. I think we're everyone fine. can hear that. Yeah, we're good. This Everything's is, good. we're two weeks clear. Yes. Of everything that happened. 
I can't believe it's been two weeks. It feels like it's been a, a month. Um, yeah, I still like today. I'm not feeling a hundred percent. I wouldn't say I'm still like, I'm fine. I actually did a test today cause I was convinced I had it again because I was like, but I still don't feel good. Um, but I'm not, I'm just tired. And I went back to the gym this week. So back to like full out running. I my first class back was like torture. Yeah, I don't know. I I would have like slow. Like I'm still slowly building myself back up to. Yeah, I think where it was, was a bit much. So today I'm really feeling it. Like well, not only because you did my, Tuesday Wednesday. Yeah, my muscles like my whole body is just like sore. Like it was a that was a bad call. It's just like I like those two instructors that are on those days. So I'm like I like going with them. And so now I'm gonna have a couple days where I'm just gonna let my body rest. And then I don't go back till Saturday. So, nice. yeah. And uh, you're and you're good, right? Yeah. Uh, still just interning. Yeah. Hopefully, get a magazine soon that has my name in it. <gasps> oh my god, that would be so exciting! I would have to go out and buy like copies, wouldn't I? Do you? For people like Nan and Papa would love one. Yeah, I guess they could they could buy it if they want. Or. Oh my god, that would be so exciting to see your name and some really fun news today. I don't know if you heard this. So Meg's pursuing acting, right? And um, so I went, I've been listening to Jenna Fisher's book and it's all about how to become like an actor and actress. So I was, it, something was, something had come up and I was thinking, oh, her name. I hope we don't like, I hope someone doesn't already have her name. So they, so I was looking up how to figure out, like, can you figure out how to like get her name? So that no one else can have it. Like, you can't have two Sandra Bullocks, right? No, but, but are you saying, like, you copyright? No, no, but you, you, it's like you, I don't know if you pay for your name or whatever, but if you're in the union, which she's not yet, but then that, no one else can take that name. Anyways, the way to look at it is look up IMDB. So I looked it up today, and Meg is on there already because she did a movie called Level... I want to say level 16, but anyways, it says Meg Dion is an actress known for level 16. She did background work. Wasn't she on a show too? Was she yeah, on she Rain? was on Rain. I know. So she wants that footage anyways, because now we can add stuff to it. So she's going to put like her headshot in. But I was like, oh my God, it's already there. Like, that's so exciting. Anyways, it was just one of those things today that I was like, look at, look at my kids. <laughs> I'm so proud of them. Anyways. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, my friend. Let's do it. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, you got it. Got it. See, we both did scissors the first time, and yeah. then I did paper. I, I don't like, know, but I like, like just leaving it to up to the imagination. Oh, like you just? No, we don't. Just... We don't tell anyone. Oh, <laughs> no, because that's so bad for them. That's good for an gonna, audio platform. I'm gonna defer. Okay. I'm gonna defer. I like that you now know this, and anytime you watch a football game now, you'll be like, oh, I'm are gonna, they deferring on the I'm coin deferring. toss? I'm going to defer. Okay, thank you. I like that we have this. So my movie this week is The Tender Bar. On Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon Studios production. Yep. One of the two Ben Affleck movies. Yes. You don't want to talk about the other one yet? No, I'm not ready yet. Uh, so 2021, directed by George Clooney. Yes. Nice, nice Clooney... Clooney incorporation i don't know what i was gonna say yeah, that's okay so it follows jr who you see him as a kid uh by the actor that i didn't write down his name but he was really good he was good and uh ty sheridan mm -hmm. who is the adult version yeah the older version yep uh who learns under the unconventional unconventional father figure uncle charlie played by ben affleck yep uh a self-educated bartender and from that jr follows his professional and personal dreams 
to be a writer. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to just like start off by saying this movie hit like really close to home for right? me. Right? I know. I'm so happy you watched it. Like the minute I don't know what it was, as soon as I saw this movie and cuz I saw it a while ago, I was like, I know you will love this movie. Like I was like, I just know you'll get so much out of it, right? Yeah. This is about an aspiring writer. Mm-hmm. So Although I didn't learn how to write and reading in a bar. No. So a little bit different, so and it wasn't Ben Affleck as your no. uncle. Uh, what? Who does? Who doesn't want an Uncle Charlie? <laughs> right. Um, I have a lot of like I I I felt this was the week. Not that I'm unprepared because I watched the movie today. Yeah, so it's I watched nice and you fresh. Tonight. Yeah. But like, it's not like as in depth notes as usual because it's kind of yeah. hard. Like it's just. It's a very simple story. Yeah, it was. It was nice for the brain to not like turn it off, but just go. All right, we're just gonna follow this kid's life. Yeah pretty pretty simple i got there was a few few movies i caught like vibe like it with the narrator who was uh ron livingston mm-hmm. i got a little stand by me ish yeah yeah i could see that kind of by himself though boyhood with like boyhood the yes different ages uh i'd said way way back before mm-hmm. kind of not not as close though. it's like a tone that's kind of similar but it's like a dramatic version yeah yeah uh, it was nice to see Christopher Lloyd, Doc Brown. I know. Looks amazing. Right? I know he does. Even though he's such a grumpy character <laughs> and like doesn't really say, he just kind of mumbles to himself. I love that house though. Like that house. Uh, a mess. What a disaster. And there's always people living there and not living there. And it's just like chaotic. Yeah. I did write giant family dinner because it's just, yeah. it's a table that looks like it's about 45 feet long. Yeah. And there's 60 people sitting at right? this table. And they all live at this house most of the time. Like they, they're just, it's like a revolving door. And, and there's like no proof that they all fit in there. No. It's just, you can see them all in like the living room. But like you go upstairs and it's like, there's like maybe five rooms here. How is everybody fit yeah. in? But yeah. they do it. They do it. Um. So his dad is the voice who is absentee father mm-hmm. on the radio so he knows he has an idea of who his dad is but it's not he had only met him a couple times yeah and even they have this oh i'm gonna take you to a baseball game and uncle charlie ben affleck is very like he's gonna let you down yes even and it's such a he's such a good father figure because like one of his like first sequences is they're about to play this card game and he's like okay i'm gonna tell you right now i'm never gonna lie to you i'm gonna be very straightforward about everything and he's like if you beat me in this game it's gonna be fair and square i'm never gonna let you win mm-hmm. also don't play sports right because you're not very good <laughs> and it was just one of those like as a kid you'd probably just be like yeah okay like perfect I, I, it just makes it easier well i think that's why they had the bond they did is because i think the mom she, i mean she was struggling with her own you know she had had issues because this man abandoned her like she had her own and she's trying to make money and then she has to move it back in with her parents and you know so she's dealing with her own stuff and she's probably trying to protect him where uncle charlie was like yeah like this is your dad's gonna let you down like this is he was just honest with him and i think when kids are feeling chaos around them they just want it to be simple right like just be straightforward with me and that's why the movie's good because it's simple but there are layers to it. Like, it's got that... Yeah, especially the relationship you see between... Which, I don't know why the JR thing, when everyone's like, oh, like, what is that? Uh, what does it stand for? And he's like, oh, it's... Uh, well, at first, it's funny when he goes to college and, oh, what does JR stand for? He's like, Jackie Robinson. 
And like the first roommate kind of's like, oh really? And then the second roommate's like, oh no shit. Like right. no, he's just joking. But the J.R. Jr. thing, I don't think they ever say his name. No. I, I guess don't... that's just his name. Yeah. Um uh, so yeah, calling him the voice, like it's never dad. It's mm-hmm. the voice. I think at one point he answers the phone like hey dad, but it's always just everyone just says the voice. Right. Does have a good voice. Yeah, he does. Um, I love the 1970s just vibes of this. It was amazing. Yeah. The music, the, hey, can you go run to the bar and get me cigarettes? Yeah. Like, it was just, it's just a simpler time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there, so once he bring, once Charlie brings JR into, I feel like this is a movie where I'm just going to say the characters' names because yeah, it'd be hard yeah. to be like Ty Sheridan and Ben Affleck each right. time. He brings him into the bar and starts telling him about the rules for male science mm-hmm. and they're i didn't write them down but they are very like intricate it's like always keep some money but don't don't use it for drinking mm-hmm. um when you're paying for something don't put cash in like your front pocket of your shirt right it was a lot of like don't hit women yeah like a lot of just like standard so, things right uh to impress people you need a car car yeah it was a big it was it a, was big, a thing. big thing yeah um uh, and he gets the way he just kind of like gains the trust of everyone in the bar because they kind of have this cast of characters and they have a really good sequence where uh, Charlie's driving to pick up all his friends to go bowling. Mm-hmm. And as he's like, everyone just kind of has their own quirks. And then you see them in the bar. And the only name I can remember is one of them was Chief. Right. Besides yeah. that, they don't really say names, but it's just kind of the people that are around. Yep. Um, they have, uh, I guess, 1970s Wordle. Okay. <laughs> they have a game that's called wordy gertie okay in which it's like a rhyming kind of thing okay and no one can get it except for jr right and that's when they're like oh we like this kid um because he's young at this point yeah, yeah like a child yeah uh this is this is the movie and it's funny that it's back-to-back weeks of movies like this for me the time jumps we go through are perfect they're necessary mm-hmm. and they move the story forward eventually like pretty like second half of the movie is pretty much all him as an adult yeah but it it was very good right um yeah music great Mm -hmm. it's kind of it's the music i grew up on right yeah um characters at the bar um i love so this girl sydney who he meets in Mm -hmm. college and he just it's he's just so obsessed with her and doesn't matter how many times she breaks Breaks up up with with him him. or (laughs) just says i have a boyfriend which also was the part where i went you have a boyfriend, but you're still with sleeping with him. him. Yeah. Was the question that no one. No one thought to no. ask. No. The the scene where they go back to her house for Christmas when they're together. Uh-huh. And then in the morning she says, yeah, I think I'm seeing. I, it was it, the line was literally, yeah. I, think I think I'm seeing someone else. Yeah. And then he has to go downstairs, eat breakfast mm-hmm. with her parents, like meeting them. And and then they're just done. Don't, yeah. Were. he does eventually kind of i don't want to say spiral but the conversation like at first he's chewing and he's like oh like excuse me i have, I have a full mouth eventually yeah. he just kind of starts talking while he's chewing yeah he calls the dad by his first name but the mom because the girl is interracial so there's okay. definitely this was a big it was a good like tiny thing to put in there of like uh her mom is black but her dad is white so the dad is like paul or whatever and then the mom is, will call me Mrs. Whatever the last name right, is. Right, right. It was one of those little things where it's like, it's not outwardly like 
discriminatory, but it's just the little kind of piece. Right. Where right. it wasn't like this huge deal. Yeah, yeah. But it was just that little piece they put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the times when they meet up, uh, she's drinking a coffee or like a tea, and he has a beer. Yeah. Which kind of the dad has a drinking problem, so he kind of slowly develops that mm-hmm. until Uncle Charlie. Yeah, it's Uncle Charlie. Do you think I'm becoming like my dad? Mm-hmm. And he just says, maybe just slow down on the drinking. Right, right. I, again, very like from a young age, they had an adult relationship. Yeah. They just have these. And he respects them so much. He would listen to yeah. him. And he didn't say, yeah, stop. Like he was just like, maybe just like. Slow, slow it down. Yeah, yeah. Which even like a, like the very end, he's at the bar, but he's drinking a water. Again, one of those little things they yeah. throw in there. Like He goes to see his dad and he's like, oh, let's have. Him and his his dad's like, let's have a drink together. And he has like a sip of it. Right. And his dad finishes his and JR's. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, I'm not an alcoholic. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have a drinking problem. Mm -hmm. I just, I let myself have the occasional cocktail. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is a scotch. Yes. Aggressive. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, the way, I think my favorite part of this movie is the way JR and Charlie's relationship, Mm -hmm. I don't even want to say grows. Like, it's just it's always an adult relationship but then eventually jr is just an adult and they have like even something he jr doesn't go to charlie for something and he's like you got to come to me with this shit like you got to talk to me because he is honestly more of a parent than his mom is which totally she is she does just kind of have to worry about herself especially once he gets to the age where he's going off to college and he's getting a job like not that your job is done as a parent, but yeah. you kind of get to release a little bit and go, now you get to grow as a person. Yeah, now you've you've got some room to figure some stuff out, right? Yeah. Um, his two, I love his two college buddies. You see one a lot more than the other. Yeah. But I just, it's also a terrible situation where you're in one room with three dudes. Right. Yeah. That'd be a rough go. <laughs> um. Yeah, Sydney. Oh, they call they call themselves. They have this great conversation about like after like one of their first classes about uh, I can't figure out what this philosopher is trying to say. And they're talking about, well, you know, JR is like, I'm lucky to be here. I'm lucky to be at Yale. You know, the money stuff just kind of worked Mm -hmm. out. And then his friend, which I I didn't write down his name, but he's like, we're all lucky. Mm -hmm. We're in the lucky sperm club. Right. Which I'm like, that's amazing. That should just be what we call the human race. Right. It's just the lucky sperm club. And it was a good conversation about we're all just we're lucky to be here. Yes, for sure. One hundred percent. That's what I mean about this movie is it has some subtleties to it, but it's like a really it's just a nice movie. Like, it's just a good like, we just need more movies like this, yeah. right? There was almost a point when there was a phone call for, for JR, and I'm like, if they mm-hmm. are killing his mom right. or Charlie or something, yeah. it's going to ruin this movie. 100%. Because it's not that kind of movie where he had enough problems to deal yes. with. Yes, he had a Life was hard enough. He didn't need... We didn't need to throw in a death there. It wasn't... There was no unnecessary things like that. No, even the... I'd say not even the breaking point, but he goes to see his dad in North Carolina. They have that drink and they go back to his house. Mm -hmm. And then you see what he's like as a father if he was there. Yeah. In which he's yelling, he's screaming, there's some abuse. And and it's amazing because they have this like kind of stare down and he screams at him like, shut shut up. Yeah. Fuck you. Stuff like that. And he's and he just kind of his dad just kind of brushed it off of like, you you can't do anything to me. Yeah. And then he just goes over to his wife or whatever. Or as he described it, poontang, mm, which is just mm, special, 
heartwarming. Right. <laughs> just you throw in poontang, maybe like ball and chain. Yeah. Just real heartwarming right. stuff. Just the love. And he calls the police on his dad. Yeah. Gets him arrested. Yeah. It's it's a it's another big character moment. For sure. Where he just says, you know what? I don't need this person in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a hard thing, I'm sure, for people, right? But he just I think he's so fulfilled with everyone else in his life. He's like, I don't need this. Like, you're not adding anything to my life. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Eventually it works his way. gets a job at the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, an intern. He's it's actually pretty cool. I, I, I never had thought about how they actually put the newspaper together, but they had it all in like the clippings. You have to like put it together. Yeah. It sounds awful. It sounds awful. <laughs> um, they have a good uh, when he's kind of going through not even like a I guess it would be a bit of a crisis like he's just struggling to find out who he is he wants to be a writer but he thinks he sucks and yeah yeah then he has a conversation with his younger self mm-hmm. in which he takes away his drink gives him a coffee and says you know what why don't you just go to sleep for 20 years and then tell the world how you could have been this amazing thing mm, and it's yeah. kind of the kick in the pants he needs yeah yeah for sure um and then the ending's just it's great. It's all it's all the characters in the bar and they're sending him off. He's going to Manhattan with his buddy and they and they do kind of leave it open of like what exactly he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really have a plan. He wants to be a writer, but Charlie's like, Well, you need to get a job and he's like, I'll figure that out when I get there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just gotta take that risk, right? Mm-hmm. Just go. And there's that there's one little piece. I, I won't say exactly what yeah, it is. Don't say it because I think it is really special. And it so. just ties the movie up mm-hmm. in a nice bow and even charlie says like well don't say i never got you anything yeah and you send off that character and it's one of those movies where i guess my head so often goes to like the marvel and the star wars and the franchises of the world and i'm like this was just a great movie on its own yeah yeah totally we don't need a sequel we don't need anything we're just like that was great that was they told the story perfectly it was under two hours yes. it, nothing dragged on it just they moved the story forward yeah yeah no that's so true we were just, I was just talking to this with a friend of mine and we were saying like if you can't because he gave me uh, drive my car it's one of the best picture and he just gave it to me to watch and and he was like just so you know it's three hours so him and I got in a, a discussion about it and I was like if you can't tell a good story from beginning to end in under two hours then I don't understand like right and then I said the exception is Marvel movies because there's characters it's just different but I'm talking like like something like this, the tender bar. Like if you can't tell a good story, Coda, for example, like you, it should be, then something's missing for me. It's, or something's wrong. You should be able to tell a good story. People don't have an attention span for three hour movies anymore. Again, unless it's Marvel because you have all these other like pretty little things to look at, you know, like blowing up and yeah. anyways. Yeah. It was a good debate though, or not debate, but just a good like discussion about it. Right. Cause they're just so long now. I don't have three hours. Gosh. Okay. Even though we watched Spider-Man No Way Home. I know. That's what I mean. Marvel's the exception to the rule. It is. Yeah. So you liked it. I loved it. Good. I knew you would. I knew it. Good. My turn? It is your turn. Okay. So Jack got me to watch Monsters University. And it is a. it was in 2013. And it was a prequel to Monsters, Inc., so this is a look at the relationship between Mike Wazowski, played by, or yeah, play by? Yeah, voiced by. Voiced by Billy Crystal and James P. Sully, Sully but Sullivan, uh, played by John Goodman. 
and it's during their days of Monsters Universities and they weren't friends in the beginning. So it's kind of the whole story of how they become friends and I did print off a plot just in case. Okay. Yeah. So the, it opens, the movie opens with, um, it's the six-year-old Mike version and he's on a field trip at Monsters, Inc. And then he he's not supposed to go past this like, like taped area and he ends up following one of the monsters into a room well just to see what happened and then his guy's name is frank and then frank's so then they come out and they realize that mike had gone in there and frank was like wow like you're like i'm impressed because like nobody saw you do that so that was like impressive and then he gives him his little hat and he's you know so then that's it that's he knows that's what he wants to do right no so then we Cut forward to like 12 years later. He's at Monsters University. This is where we meet Randall, Randy, the little, what is he? A, sal- not Salmonella, a chameleon. <laughs> Salmonella is <laughs> Yeah, chameleon. Chameleon. And um, so during the first class, this is where we meet Sully. He comes in. He's super arrogant because there's a bit of nepotism there, which was good because. I don't know. I feel like this movie had a lot of lessons without it, you know, for kids without kind of throwing it in your face. But, you know, he's got a reputation, Sully. He's got like he shows up unprepared. Isn't it his dad? His dad is like the greatest scarer ever or something. Yeah. Like he's got like all family ties. So he just thinks he's like everything. And he comes in. He's not even doesn't even have anything to write with. He thinks he's got this made. No problem. Um, So then the Dean um, hard scrabble hard scrabble. Played by Helen Mirren, which I guessed. I was like, I'm pretty good at these, but that is one of your favorite games watching an animated movie. Totally, is to figure I, I close my eyes and I just listen. And anyways, Helen Mirren, I had that pretty quickly. So they, she explains to them that they have to pass their final exam to continue in the program, and then they. Yeah, so somehow there's like there's like this mascot thing that gets like stolen, and then. And then uh, they get it back. But then Sully uh, was actually Mike that did it. But Sully is the one that gets the credit for it. So that's how their rivalry starts. And uh, what else does it say here? So what is it? Well, privileged Sully, which I was thought was a nice way of saying because he is pretty privileged. Um, they get so their rivalry gets kind of out of hand at the final exam and they both um, Dean Hardscrabble um, is failing them and, and kicking them out of their program and so Mike decides he's going to enter in the scare games but he needs like a full team to be able to do it and he makes a deal with the Dean Hardscrabble like if we win we can be we can come back to it so she was like sure because she doesn't think he's going to do it yeah so they get there so he can't find a team so he finds this like so it's a, this uh university like especially with the scares there's the like frats and sororities yeah, right and this is the uzma kappa no yeah so no sorry that's the team um yeah, no, Uzma Kappa is the small fraternity, and it's all the misfit mo- monsters. So you know I'm all about the misfit monsters. I'm, like, obsessed with all of them in this house. I'm like, yes, that's the team I want to win, obviously, because I want the, you know, the those guys to get their time. Yeah, the little guys. Yeah, the ones that are misunderstood and stuff. Um, So he tries to enter, but he's missing one person, and who's it going to be? Someone else that also got kicked out of the program. Sully comes to the rescue. 
Um, so they go through all the games. And then, surprisingly, they win. Like, they go through and they win the final round. So, yeah, I was going to say, each round, it's really cool. They have different kind of scare competitions. And then each time, one team gets knocked out. So this first competition, when the team is all disheveled no one wants to listen to anyone mike and sully both want to be the leaders of this team it's like this kind of like in the dark thing but they're these little like pink things that are getting thrown at you and if if you get hit with it you're out right and or i don't think you're i don't think you're out but But like it it, yeah expands a body part so it's harder to move and it's like a team race and they mike and sully finish and they're like second or something yeah and the rest of their team is so far behind them that they lose and they're about to be eliminated. And then you find out the other team like cheated. They had like, <laughs> they had stuff on, sorry, they had stuff on their skin mm-hmm. so that it wouldn't stick yeah. like Vaseline or something like that. So they end up like each, each games, they end up like just kind of, yeah, Squeaking they keep by it and they're winning, slowly or, getting better. And you can see that not only are they coming together as a team, but specifically they do a good job with Mike and Sully because Mike is the smart one. He yes. knows all everything technical about scaring. Yes. But he's just not scary himself. He's not scary. Which is Sully naturally is just scary. Yeah, for big sure. He's monster. big. He's got big teeth. He's a big guy. Right. And like Mike is like this little orange like he or orange green little monster. And he's so cute. Yeah. Right. So, so you see them that they have to combine the natural skill with the smarts. And you see them as a team work so well that it makes sense when you watch Monsters, Inc. And you're like, wow, they're just like such a good duo together. Yes. When they they use this movie to show that it's not easy it's, to just have that. No, it's it took work and it took like understanding each other's strengths and it took like um, collaboration. Like, right. That's what I mean with the, these kids movies is they teach them lessons without being like, do the right thing, you know. So it's really good. So they. They go to the final round, but they and they end up winning it. But then Mike realizes that Sully, like, did something. So every, he, he, everyone the has volume or something. Or? Yeah. So they all like from Monsters Inc. They have those like containers that they filled, the, yeah. like yellow things. So as everyone's going, because at this point, this whole like cutesy team has figured out what they're all good and scary about. Right. Like Charlie Day is one of the characters. He's like this like fluff ball that just rolls around, and even when. At one point, they're doing. I walked in when you were watching this part. They're doing hide and seek. Yes. And it's like okay, because that was the next challenge. I think it was hide and sneak was what it was yeah, called. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, okay, everyone go hide. And it's like, oh, I see you over there. You're over there. And then Charlie Day's character is just like in the middle, like not hiding at all, just like looking at a butterfly. Right. <laughs> and it's like because he's saying like, you're in the leaves. You're up over there. You are standing, standing out in the middle. Right. You are standing right there. <laughs> Yeah, the whole the whole team's really cute when they go to they go to Monsters Inc. They like break in. Yeah. I don't even remember why. Um they they only went back into the they go to I do have it, it's coming up. But oh. the only way back into the monsters world is to generate oh, enough screen power. I think that's Oh, that's, that is later now. But yeah, so they sneak in or they I can't remember now, but they they're at Monsters Inc. They're at Monsters Inc. And then they get like chased by security. And that's also great with uh, the frats, like the mom yes. who's there. And she's like, okay, like I'm going to drop you guys Stop. off. And then she like, everyone leaves. And she plays this like heavy, heavy metal like, like, bah, 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 music. And she's like, just like, she's just doing her thing. And then they do a good, like one of those like classic misunderstandings where they're running from the security. It's like, start the car. And like, she just doesn't <laughs> understand. She's like, what about the bar? And then 
start the car, start the car. So they all get in. She's like, seatbelts, everyone. Yeah. Because everyone's just, like panicked and out of breath. Like, go, and go. Sully has to carry everyone like the guy on Survivor. Right. <laughs> that would be so funny. Good old Jonathan. Um. So Mike finds out that Sully has done this and like has, you know, whatever, um, changed, changed it so they would win. Yeah. And he gets really mad and he's like, but you're not funny. Like, or you're not, sorry, you're not scary. And so he decides to, he goes... Um, to a summer camp he goes into a door and it's in a in a summer camp and he pretty like scary sequence it is i was gonna say this at the end but i'm gonna say it now this movie is when you think about the concept of it is terrifying yeah like it's about like every kid is scared of monsters and now you're making a movie where it's like monsters come in to scare you like it is terrifying but I don't know. You both seem to love it when you were kids. It didn't bother you. I don't think we thought about it like that deep. I don't. Because yeah. we never really thought they were like monsters. I know. I guess because they're they're sweet and like you get yeah. to know them and well, stuff. Well, even like Monsters Inc. At the end, it's like they they change from being the scarers to the laughers, and like Mike is doing like a comedy set. Yeah, yeah. So they go to the summer camp, and he's like going to prove that he can be you know, scare the children and they basically see him and the, the one little girl's like, cause he goes boo or whatever he does. And she's like, boo, like sticking out her tongue, like, blah, 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 you know, and he's like, oh no. So Sully goes and confesses to hard scrabble that he's cheated. And just, um, and then at that same time, she's getting a notification. Sorry. <laughs> she's getting a notification that Sully has broken it. No, that Mike might. has broken into the summer camp. So she, um, is going to close the door, like take away the door. But Sully ends up going in to look for Mike and then they like take the door away. So they know the only way they're going to get the door back open is they have to get enough screams. So they have to, they have to work together at this point. This was their like work. Like we have to come back together because we have, they're falling out, but now we have to come back together. And so when the investigative adult, when the adults all come in or whatever, then they're trying to like work together. So they're like, they're in this, they're up in the rafters and they're anyways, they're doing their things to try and get the screams so that they can get this door back open and get them back in. And, um, so anyways, she's, so hard scrabble doesn't let them back in to the university, which I also thought was a good yeah. message it's because just like you're not just going to get it back. Yeah. Because like you, it just, it doesn't you, work that you cheated way. And you cheated. You did your thing. Like it's not. So I thought that was also a really good point of like, no, you cheated, but she did say like, you guys are really good. Like you guys are good. And like, she was very positive, but she's like, we can't let you back in though. So they ended up getting a job at monster sink and they start in the mailroom. And they just like work their way up. And I just thought it was such a good example for kids because it's not, it's not, it's showing you like you can't just, you know, you messed up Mm -hmm. and there are consequences, but you can still have your dream. It's just going to be a different way. You're going to have to go about it in a different way. So I don't know. Yeah, it was a really fun. It's really fun. I love um, the post credit scene with the snail or slug. It's like a little slug. And on the first day of school, he's like oh, trying, trying to get, to get, to get to and it's like running, but, but he's not moving. Slug. It's like a, it's like a sloth kind of, you know, like that in that other movie, right? Oh no, I'm going to be late. Yeah. I'm going to be late. And then the post credit scene is him making it to his class and like it's graduation. Like he missed the entire year. I was just like, yes, that was really, really funny. So I really liked it. It was good. It was perfect timing for something just fun and light and, mm-hmm. you know, cause I've been watching 
other things. And so I was like, I just want something fun, light, just makes me happy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into Oscar trivia. <sighs> so we have, we, I, I forgot to ask how many we're doing. I did 10. 10. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. That's usually our standard. That's why I just did 10. Yeah. So we got 10 questions, all Oscar related. And I guess we just, we see who wins. Yeah. Big old competition day. Yeah. Here we go. Do you want to, what do you want to do? You did win the rock, paper, scissors. So I'll give you the chance to, if you want to ask first or be asked first. Uh, I would like to be, so if I ask first, that means I go last, right? No. Okay. No, that would mean I go last. Okay. Right. I would like y- you to ask me first. Okay. <laughs> so then I go last. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Who has more okay. Oscar nominations? Okay. Denzel Washington or Robert De Niro? Ooh, good question. I like because it's basically true or false. You got like a 50-50 chance to get totally. it. Totally. So you're trying to think uh, as I'm going to try to talk while you think. So you're thinking Denzel, okay, he's nominated this year. Yeah, he Tragedy is. of yeah. Macbeth, probably got training day in there. And then Robert De Niro, you're thinking like, like Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, maybe Goodfellas, Goodfellas, Godfather. Is he in the Godfather? Yeah. yeah. He's not like main. Yeah, I don't know if he would have got nominated. I don't know. My gut says Denzel, but I, I'm just gonna go with Denzel. I'm gonna say it's Denzel. You are correct. Thank you. Denzel Washington nine. <gasps> wow. Robert De Niro seven. Wow. I never would have said it was even that high for either of them. That's great. All right. My first question is, how many people have won an EGOT? Now, for the people that don't know what an EGOT is, an EGOT is the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. I do have multiple choice. I'm going to do multiple choice because I can't even. I know. I know. Think through, like, I know like John Legend has one. Okay. So my my people are, or the multiple choice is, 13, 16, 21, 26. I'm going to say B. 16? 16. You are right. I, yes. I didn't think it would be that high, but I also thought more recently it's probably, I don't want to say easier to get up, but I feel like recently I've heard about more people getting it. It's funny because when I looked up the list, a lot of people were from like a long time ago. And I mean, like I didn't know very many of them. Oh, so you don't want to hear my question about who won the 1935 Oscar? <laughs> yes, definitely I do. <laughs> okay, my second question. Which category was added to the Oscars? Oh, shit. I have the you same have one. You have it in 2001? Yeah, but mine's worded differently. But I said, what year was the category best animated feature added? <laughs> so there we go. We get a, a, get a tie there. <laughs> we, and you know what it was? What? Uh, Shrek. No. I don't know. I have Shrek. I said Shrek was the first to win. Damn it. I have that question, too. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're down to eight. No, that was part of my number four. Oh, so I'm down to eight. Okay. Any questions for you? Um, My turn, then? No, I'm not sure now. I guess it's me still? Yeah. Okay. For which film did Martin Scorsese win an Oscar? No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is my number me? two. I was like, for what film did Martin Scorsese finally win his first Direct. We should have got your girlfriend to look at these. Yeah, questions. we should have. The Departed. The Departed, everyone. Yep. There we go. This is going well. Um. Okay. True or false? Okay. Tom Hanks won Oscars two years in a row. 
False. It is true. He won in 1993 for Forrest Gump and 1994 for Philadelphia. Uh, I got that question. I got a question like that wrong in the movies before the Batman. That what did he win an Oscar for? And it was like big sleepless in Seattle. Is that him? Yeah. Yep. And Philadelphia. Mm, yeah. I did not guess Philadelphia. Um, okay. Why were the 1981 Oscars postponed? Okay. 81. Okay. I I'm, do have multiple choice if you, if you want it. Okay. 81. I don't think that was definitely not a writer's strike because that was like in the nineties, I think. Oh, Oh no. Go. But I think, but if I hear that, I might know it. Um, a Pope John Paul, Pope John Paul getting shot. Oh, B the first space shuttle flight mm. or C the Ronald Reagan assassination attempt. Mm. I, think, do, I don't think it's the Pope. I don't think that I don't think the Oscars would be canceled because of that. Why would it be canceled if there was a space? I'm going to go Ronald Reagan because American. Yeah. So, okay. Ronald Reagan. So when uh, John Hinckley tried to assassinate him. So did it happen like the same day or something? It or was, like so the Oscars were postponed by a day. Oh, okay. So, so they still happen. Yeah, yeah. Just, it was by just a like day. the next day. Okay. This is a really hard one. Okay. Um, which somehow, if we can't, like, if you can't get it, uh, I'll give you the person's name. And you, anyways, okay. So I'll just tell it first. In 2011, Jennifer Lawrence was nominated for Winter's Bone. Oh, who did she lose to? Sorry, it's not what I thought. In 2011? Yeah. In 2011, I do have multiple choice for you. Okay. Jennifer Lawrence was nominated for Winter's Bone. Who did she lose to? So I have the other people. And then if you need them, which you probably will, because that's uh, right. That's hard. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Do you have like the movies yeah do you want me to say just the movies if the movies are probably help me i mean yeah it'll be pretty obvious but um okay blue valentine okay rabbit hole yep the kids are all right mm -hmm. black swan uh so yeah natalie portman for black yeah. swan yeah yeah i don't even know nicole kidman rabbit hole i was like i don't even know what that movie is is blue who's blue valentine michelle williams oh. that was a weird movie but i kind of liked it it was like one of those ones i was like what is actually happening am i on acid or something but i kind of liked it. it was her and ryan gosling and i liked the story behind it because they actually had to live together for like two weeks like they like the director made them live together for two weeks just so they could you know, you pick up on things and you, then your chemistry is a little bit better. I just thought that was so fascinating. I don't know. Can you imagine being like, hi, stranger. Do you want to live together? Weird. <laughs> I would say so. Um, okay. So I've got two. This is my fifth question. I, I do have some replacement questions. Oh, okay. I mean, not really, but I Googled some. Oh, just now? Like I, I looked it up while, while you were doing your, doing that. Oh, well, okay, you go. I haven't written them. I didn't write them down, but I'll just, I'll ask them when, okay. once we get to the end. Uh, actually, no, I'll, I'll do one of them now. Okay. Um, okay. This is, this is a hard one. Okay. Because I couldn't give multiple choice. Okay, that's fine. Okay. In the 1960 Oscars, oh, Jesus. Okay. a movie swept 11 categories, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Supporting Actor, Best Color Cinematography, and more. 
do you know what that movie is? In the 1960s. Yeah. So it couldn't be like Gone with the Wind? No. No, that would be earlier, right? Um. Do you have notes on the 1960 Oscars? No, but I was wondering if I had a question that was similar, if I could somehow. I can give you the best picture nominees. Okay. And you can just you can just pick from that. I'll just oh, do I it. See. No, that wasn't yeah my question. Okay. Okay, so we've got Anatomy of a Murder, mm-hmm. Ben Hur, The Diary of Anne Frank, The Nun Story, and Room at the Top. Well, I'd say Ben Hur because that was the only one I really yeah. knew. Yeah. yeah, it is. Because I remember that one being a big deal. Because it's always on. If you look up any list, it's always on that list. Like if you look up a. What are the best movies of all time or anything like that? Ben-Hur is always on it. I've never seen it. Me neither. I'm pretty sure they did a remake. I always think it's like that uh, Ben Kingsley. No, like ben. in the remake? Yeah. Ian McClellan? I don't know. I'm getting people mixed up in my head. Um. Okay. <laughs> um. The Hurt Locker won Best Picture in 2010. Yep. Can you name three other films it was up against? Oh, God. Um, so it's the 2010 Oscars or movies from 2010? No, I guess it would be 2009 because, like, yes. it's always the year after, right? So that's before. Th- no, wait, because the King's Speech won. Um, three other movies. So wait, how many movies are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So from 2009. Oh, no, I think... Is the Dark Knight one of them? No. I think that might be 2008. Um, uh, I can give you hints. I can't really, like, I don't know how. No, you can't, like, tell me which which I get. I can give you a couple hints, though. I'll give you one of them was cost, like, a bajillion dollars to make. Avatar. Okay. Maybe I can. Okay. One was a sports movie. I was going to say the sport, but I think I'll just say a sports movie. Okay. 2009. Uh, oh, is that um, uh, the Matt Damon one where they're playing rugby? And, no? No. Okay. I'm glad I didn't go down that rabbit hole. Cause they're <laughs> all like the, it's like the South African rugby yeah, yeah. team. Invictus. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not that one. Yeah. Okay. A sports movie from 2009. That's too late. Coach Carter? No. Um. So the person that's in this movie yeah. won the best actress for this oh, sports um, movie. Uh, we, we had to watch that one because it's it's Hilary Swank and mm, Morgan mm. Freeman. No. Not Hilary Swank. It's not Million Dollar Baby. It's football. But it's a girl. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she doesn't play football. She, she plays a mom. Oh, the there blind side. Go. That um, doesn't feel like a football movie. No, I know, but I was. It like, is a sports movie, it is, but like yeah. it feels more like a. I don't even know what you, a drama. There is a, um, Quentin Tarantino movie in this. Inglorious Bastards. There you go. Let's just go through all of them then. If you're giving me these hints, I, I feel like I should earn it. Yeah, but I wouldn't know how to like some of them. I'm. I wouldn't know. The like, artist. No, that's <laughs> after that. Uh, one is a Pixar animation about. Up. Yes, and. Up is also in the name of another movie. In the air. Yes. 
this is very good. I think this other movie had Russell Crowe in it, but I don't. Uh, Gladiator. The, the other ones, I don't. I don't know. Like I, I don't. I know Carrie. Oh my God, who played in the Russell Washington? Not Carrie then. Uh, Mulligan. She's in this movie, but I don't know. Oh, uh, Great Gatsby. No, it's called An Education. Nope, would not have gotten that. Precious, another one. That had that Gabby. I don't know how to say her last name. Anyways, that that's a heavy movie. A Serious Man. No. Nope. I think that's Russell Crowe, though. I think. And then District 9. I vaguely remember that. I don't remember them. Yeah. Because I'm like, that isn't that long ago. Like, no. it was 12 years ago, and I was like, ooh, I know about four of those movies. Like, that's brutal. Anyways, that was good. You did good. Thank See, you. I, I would... that would really stress me out so don't give me those kind of questions because that would be like ah okay I did, I did like this one who became the first person to win an oscar for a netflix original movie oh uh hint that the movie was in 2020 okay okay say it one more time uh who became the first person to win an oscar for a netflix original in 2020 I don't even know what this movie is, if I'm being completely honest. Again, so this they is won an Oscar. Is this like an like a big award, though? Like, won an Oscar. It's not for, like, makeup or something, right? Given who the person is, I, I think it's... Okay. I think it's a major Like, do you know award. what I mean? I don't want it to be like... I'm, I'm checking now okay. what it is. Um, okay, in 2020. So maybe it came out in 2019. Wow, Netflix. I'm trying to think of a big movie on Netflix... Uh, so yeah, it is in the, it was, the movie was in the year 2020. Oh, okay. Okay. And this person won best supporting actress. Wow. From a Netflix movie. That's really great. It's funny because when you like, when you figure it out, yeah, well, you're not going to, you're not going to think of it as a Netflix movie. Okay. 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 So came out in 2020, Tiger King trying to think of everything we watched in 2020 no that is that is, <laughs> that is not no it's no. not true hmm. um <clears throat> if you want i don't know what i can kind yeah of i know give you so if i guess could you can you tell me who else in that category like just to give me like just a couple people from yeah from that supporting just so I like can wrap so, my head around what was around that time. So yeah, best supporting actress we have Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh, Little Women, and Margot Robbie, Bombshell. Bombshell. It's also like for the movie that it is. I guess I, it's already actress, so I can say she she is a supporting character, but the movie is mostly like ninety seven percent about the two main characters. Oh, okay. So they're just like a this is like a little piece. Okay, so Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, great love Florence. <clears throat> is it Sersha? No, uh, sorry. Okay. Also, uh, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think of like who else would be. Uh, another hint is that neither of them won, but both the actor and the actress, the lead, were both nominated. Oh, okay. So, like, the two, like, actor and actress and the supporting. But the supporting one. Yeah. Uh, and, no, I was going to say that 
the other there there wasn't a like male supporting okay. actor okay. supporting. Uh, was nominated for best picture. Wasn't nominated for best director. I know that probably doesn't help, but yeah. Do you want me to say the other best picture? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got Parasite, Ford vs Ferrari, The Irishman, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, uh, Nineteen Seventeen, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So it's not one of those. No. No, like you're just trying to help me with. I like skipped. I skipped the movie. The one. The one that it was. Okay. Wow, you think it would just like come to me because it's like I remember all of those. That was actually a good year. That is a good year. That was a good. That was a good Oscar year. Wasn't that though? Like, I'm gonna look at the date because I assume it was February 9th, 2020. Oh, uh, slip that one in there. Just got that one in the nick of time for the whole world, eh? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Marriage Story. Oh. Laura, Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Which, again, like, I don't think that part helped because, like, I wouldn't think... When I read that question, I could have almost said, what movie was it? Yeah. Because that might have that might have been an easier way to do it. No, that's okay. That's a good... That's a great movie. Um, <laughs> this is going to be really funny because you're going to know the answer right away because we just talked about it. That's good. Which actress joined the unique group of just 11? Oh, I had this question too. Other actors and actresses in 2020 by earning double acting nominations in the same year. Uh, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. I thought the list was really interesting. So a few of them obviously didn't know, but Jessica Lange is on it. Sigourney Weaver, Al Pacino, Holly Hunter, Emma Thompson, which you didn't know who she was. And I pointed her out in the Adele concert. No. Jamie Ju- Foxx. Jamie Foxx, Julianne Moore, and Kate Blanchett. So only 11 people. I mean, I think that's a pretty cool... Like, I think that's honestly kind of cooler than an EGOT. I, I know. Like, to be in two different movies that you get a supporting and an actor, like, I think that's pretty cool. Only then if you lose both, then you probably feel like double, whatever. <laughs> double shame. Maybe. Double disappointment. You know. Um... So my oh yeah so um where where are the academy awards held besides last year okay um they're held in california now i'm gonna need maybe a bit more of a specific they're held at um like a really big place with it it has a stage and lots of seats yeah you could almost call it a theater you could theater would be good it's um yeah like super famous like studio theater or studio city theater hollywood theater hollywood is kind of in the name it's like a sponsor oh i think i assume yeah i'm not sure where it's held it is held in the dolby theater oh (laughs) i would never have gotten that originally the coda Formerly known as the Kodak Theater. Kodak Theater. I wouldn't have gotten that either. I had to, I had to throw that in there because that's another question we had the had the same. We did we? Well, I had how many people have done the two nominations in one yeah, year? Yeah, we're going to have to get your girlfriend to look See, at these. I say that and then you go, why? It'll be fine. <laughs> well, this is the first time it's been really like that. that it's like this is not working. But 
Okay, how many Oscars has Matt Damon been nominated for? Wow, nominated? Nominated. No- nominated for, and how many has he won? Okay. Um, okay, I, I, think I just want to say one is, is because he was a producer. Okay, there's a few movies that I think of. Oh, so wait, him specifically. Yes, but one is he's not in the movie. He was a producer. So I just like kind of want to give you that one because that's not really fair because I wouldn't know he was a, like, who knows who produces movies. Yeah, I'm going to say so it's both that's nominated and one. Yeah, like how many has he been nominated for and how many has how many Oscars ha- does he have? Basically, I'm going to say he's been nominated six times. That's good. It's five. Mm hmm. Can you name any like uh Goodwill Hunting? Yeah. Cuz that's also they won. Yes. So he has He only has one? Yeah. Hmm. Um, but he also got nominated as an actor for Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, I I assumed he would have um Which is crazy when uh, when you're like when you look at the list of who he's up against. It's just like this random like yeah. Matt Damon was like a nobody knew who he was, so. Uh, I'm a, I'm, I'm going to say none of the Bourne movies cuz that's not no. an Oscar. <laughs> You've already talked the, about one of this. The movies. Martian? Yeah, The Martian, yeah. Um, and one we just talked about when I said sports movie. Oh, Invictus? Yeah. Hmm. Wait, As what's the producer one? Manchester by the Sea. Oh, yeah. Because that was, I think that was the, no. There was a, there was a Matt Damon, Jimmy Kimmel, because he hosted the back-to-back years. Right. Because he was like, oh, yeah, everyone, Manchester by the Sea won, except for you. Right. Like he said something like that to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody won but you. <laughs> um, going back through questions. Okay, I'll, I'll give you this. This is a good one. Okay. Julie Andrews. Yes. Won an Academy Award for Best Actress after her first performance. Mary Poppins. There we go. I love it. I really hope we don't have any more questions that are the same. I only have one more. Oh, how can I only have one more? Oh, no. I was going to say I have one, two, three, four. I have three more. No, I have technically have two, but I forgot I did do an 11th one of just uh, because I just thought it was a fun. It's just more of a fun one, though. It didn't really count towards your like whatever. Okay. Okay. In 2019. Yeah. How many films received 10 or more nominations? Do I get to know what like any of the movies or no? Okay, so, but I want to know how many films, how about I give you, how about I give you like over under or I'll give you. Hey, over under, that's good. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say 2.5. Okay, my guess was four, so I'll say over. Yeah, I, I'm not going to over under, guys. It's okay. I don't understand how that works. Um, I guess I could have done 3.5. Yeah, because it would have been like close. Because then you would have been like, "Ooh, could be three, it could be four. But if I say two point five, you're not like it's not two. Could have been two. Okay. Do you want to know what the movies are? Or do you want to guess any of them? It's from 2019, which we've kind of talked about. But I feel like 2019 was one of like our bigger like Oscar years that we like really watched. We did. Was we that actually- like um the Viggo Mortensen Mahershala Ali year, like the Green Book year? Mm, I don't know if it was that year. I just have the movies that were okay, that got the more. So, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, so it's the, like, yeah. 2020 Oscars. Yeah. So, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I don't think Parasite would have gotten that many. Nope. Um, 
Marriage Story? Nope. Now I'm just trying to think of like the best picture winners that I looked yeah. at a few minutes ago. Um, that's a good one. Um, uh, what else was that year? Because yeah, that was a really good 1917. Yes. Because that's the Sam Mendes. Oh, movie's so good. Uh, for a war movie oh god that was good because it was a good it was just a better like concept than like hey we're at war i know it's almost like the like the andrew garfield one that was another good like hacksaw ridge holy that one was hard too uh how many more two more two more okay um one was a netflix the irishman yeah wow i got that many nominations got 10 oh uh jojo rabbit no, but you're on the right track with the first letter. J. <laughs> um, he won Best Actor, too, for this movie. And it is has been done before. Well, sorry. This is a character we've seen before in other movies. He's a... Well, he's not a bad guy. He just had bad things happen to him and then... Richard Jewell? No. I don't know. Joker. Oh. Or the Joker. What do you say? Joker? I think it's just Joker. Yeah. Joker. Not the Batman. No? <laughs> um, How many nominations does Meryl Streep have? Um, Can I have like an over-under or oh, like a multiple, multiple choice. choice? Yeah, give me a multiple choice. All right. 17. Okay. 21. Oof. Sounds good too. 24 or 19. Hmm. I don't think it's 24, but I don't think it's 17. So I want to guess either 19 or 21. I don't know if she's hit the 20s yet. I'm going to go 19. It is 21. I'm going to go with 21. There we go. Correct. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's a close call. Yeah. Um, I so wait, you only have one more? Well, I because ha- I have three more. Mm, I don't know what's happening. I think because we had it was a such a mess. S- it was messy. It's okay. Um, this is a gimme. Like you're gonna get this, no problem. Okay. Matthew McConaughey won an Oscar in Dallas 20- Buyers Club 2014. Yeah. Yay. Boom. Um. All right. Which two movies were confused for the Best Picture in Yay. 2017? La La Land. And? And? Oh, my God. Uh, Moonlight. Yep. That was hard for me. I was, like, redoing his speech. I was like, I just want to thank this and this, and we didn't win. Oh, yeah, by the way, we didn't win. (laughs) We didn't win. We're like, what? Just the best. (laughs) Everybody's on stage. It's, like, full chaos. I'm like, it's a bit, you guys. It has to be a bit. (laughs) That's just, the Oscars wouldn't be a bit. No, no, no. They would never do a bit. Okay, so this one's like a more of a fun one because like it's and I'll have to give you a range because yeah. How many Oscar statuettes have been awarded since incep- inception of 1929? Since 1929. Okay. How many? A lot. Thank you. Oh my god, that's so there good. We go. Got it. <sighs> that's God, eh? Winner winner. Freaking dinner. Uh like at least a hundred. Maybe more. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, like, 1,500. Oh, yeah. More than that. Really? 5,000. Less than that. 3,000. A little bit more than that. 3,100. 3,100 and? 
Sporty. Five. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to help me with the F. <laughs> yeah. 3,140. I thought that was a fun, like, just a fun one. I want to have one of those. Yeah. Maybe you will for writing. Yeah. Maybe I'll write a sports movie. You don't know. Yeah. Also, in my sports movie, it's not going to be, oh, my God, they won at the last second. Honestly, I, I think I'd do a sports movie where it's like, hey, they won the championship by, like, 30. Right. Wasn't close. <laughs> they just destroyed them. They destroyed team. them, and there's no last-minute Hail Mary throwing down the field. No. No, actually, I think I would do the Hail Mary part, and then it would show the scoreboard, and it's, like, 67-3. Right. to three. Right. <laughs> They're all celebrating, and you're like, yeah, and your faces. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. All right. Before Meryl Streep. Okay. Who previously held the record for most nominations? I know this because I saw it, but it's Katherine Hepburn, Mm -hmm. who I love. I loved Katherine Hepburn. On Golden Pond was like one of my favorite movies to watch with Nana and Papa when I was a kid. I thought you said Goldie Hawn. No. On Golden Pond. It just reminded me of them. That's exactly what they're going to be like when they're like, well, they're already old, but (laughs) older. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, wait, so that was your last one? Yeah. Okay, so I still got one more. Okay. Which comic book villain has produced two Academy Award wins? Which comic book villain? Joker? Yeah. Oof, I didn't get that one right. I'd be like, come on. That would have been that would have been tough. So you got one, two, oh. three, four, five, six. You got seven right. Okay, you got one. For how much of a mess that was. Uh, that's okay. We co- We pulled it together. We did. You didn't get that one right. You that was kind of a gimme one. You got that one right. That one. You got that one. You did get that one. I think you won anyway, but oh, we're tied right now. That's eight. Oh yeah, Dallas Buyers Club. That was like <laughs> so funny. Matthew McConaughey, Dallas Buyers Club. I know, right? That was good. That so was, you won. Congratulations. Thank you. That was that was that was the twenty seven os- seventeen Oscars. Yeah, that was it was okay. Got a little messy, but we we figured it out, right? Happens to the best of us. Yes. Um Okay, I have two movies. Do you want a choice or no? Uh no, I trust you to pick. Okay. Uh this movie is heavy, but I think the acting is phenomenal. So I'm gonna give you a movie called Brothers. It has Jake Gyllenhaal, Tobey Maguire, and Natalie Portman. It has been oh. brought up before on here because when we did the kids or signatures or it was like memorable kids or something or first performances, Bailey Madison, I was I said to her, there is a scene with her at the dinner table that just blew me away. I thought she was just so good for like a kid. So brothers. Brothers. Okay. Like, yeah. And you, and you want a lighter movie. Well, yeah. Like, I don't want Brothers. No. That's for sure. Brothers is not a light movie. Uh, do you want... I could give you rom-com? Yeah, I'll do a rom-com. Um, have you seen Set It Up? Yes. Like, recently enough that... Well, nothing's recent enough for me. It could be an hour ago, and I'd be like, uh, I don't know. Um, No, it's like Lucy Liu and the... Right? Tay Diggs. Yeah. I'm down. Okay. I want to watch it. Sure. Yeah. All right. Sounds great. Brothers and set it up. That is, we are on two ends of the spectrum there. Yeah. Very, yeah. very different movies next yeah. week. All right. I like it though. Yeah, Kay. me too. Case, got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Watch the Oscars this weekend.
Bye.